Hello everyone, welcome to another podcast on the BA Fitness channel. So, my abs are seriously hurting today. Did my first Pilates session yesterday in our BA Fitness Academy. Um, I thought as a coach, it would be very, very beneficial to my clients who obviously do their resistance training, they deadlift, they squat day lunge if they can become a bit more mobile a bit more supple um as justine the pilates coach says it will balance you out a bit more the better you are from left to right front to back bottom to top uh in terms of balance you are going to be such a better performing human being like you're going to perform better in the gym. You're going to be injury free. Um, if you have that core strength stability, it's it's going to help you. Obviously, with things like Pilates and yoga supplement your resistance training so well. And today, my abs are absolutely killing me, <laughs> killing me. And I didn't do what did we do? Um, it was more like dead bugs. So basically my core was static the whole time. It didn't move. We didn't go into a crunch. Um, well, we did slightly, but we stayed in that position, but it was basically isometric movements all the time. But what did, what I did feel a difference with was my breathing was well off and I constantly, had to keep thinking about pressing my back into the floor more and more and more. When I lowered my legs down, push it in as hard as you can. And you felt your abs just lock out. It was a, it was a very tough workout, but this is the thing. Like I've got a feeling I've never done Pilates before. I've got a feeling that that was super easy. Like for a Pilates session because it was basically a masterclass, which she was basically teaching us why we do things and sort of the breathing behind it and the sort of core exercise we're going to do in a workout, which is Friday. And I'm fucking killing. So I don't know what Friday is going to be like, but I'm, um, I'm sort of looking forward to it. Obviously, like everyone, my exercise has gone down the wayside. I'm not that asked about it. Um, when I am looking forward to getting back in the gym again, um, it's going to set myself some goals, but I'm not too bothered about what I'm doing at the moment. I am focusing on my calories a little bit more. I'm going to try and focus on upping my protein, um, and getting my, uh, protein timings right, because I'm giving people all this advice about muscle building and stuff like this. And, I should be doing it. I'm going to teach myself. So obviously with these Pilates classes and then hopefully I'll be sort of balanced out a little bit because I've had a bit of a problem with my left knee and left hip, which screams out just imbalances. So hopefully my Pilates, this Pilates will help that. And obviously when I get back to the gym, I should be nice, supple, balanced out, ready to smash some weights. And um, like Johnny Wilkinson's psychologist said, 
you should always be trying to learn. You need to put yourself in your client's shoes. If they're trying to learn something, you should always try and learn um, something new all the time so you can see how it feels, see how what a struggle it's like at the beginning. And then obviously then you progress as you get better, you build better habits, your um, motor patterns work a little bit better, you become better at that certain skill. So obviously I'm starting Pilates and that's um, that's a new skill for me. And hopefully I have got goals. I've set myself some goals in that, breathing being one of them. And I'm set myself goals in regards to when the gyms are back open, I'm going to try and build some serious muscle. So I'm going to sort of dedicate four, five times a week to um, weight training. And I've got to be playing golf as well. So uh, I'll probably add a few athletic movements into it. We are fixing the garden up at the moment and um, getting a putting green put in the end, which is uh, going to be fantastic for my golf game. But um, yeah, Pilates is absolutely absolutely killed me and i'm very scared because i think that was such an easy session that friday is just going to be an absolute killer and anyone who sort of thinking about doing these now um like justine says i think it's sort of looked at as the, oh it's an exercise for older women and things like this you can't overlook things like pilates strength around the hips strength around sort of the hip flexor going into that core area is only going to be beneficial for every single person on this planet. Whether you're a weightlifter, whether you are a a strong man, whether you are a footballer, whether you're a rugby player, whatever, if you can keep that core as strong as possible and strengthen around those hips, stay supple around the right areas, you're going to play more often. You're going to perform at a better level more often. So I would always advise it for everyone. Um, So now we've talked about that, my personal goals, um, we're going to talk about protein. So protein is something that's very overlooked, especially for people who don't know much about nutrition very important to not just see diet as restriction 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 there are certain things you should be adding into your diet in order for you to make that calorie restriction that little bit easier so i've trained thousands of people and i would say 99.9% of people don't eat enough protein like they come to me their protein is very low, their carbohydrates are very high, and it's something obviously we we have to work on. But um, we aren't advocates of a high protein diet. We just want people to balance out their diets. We want like thirty three percent of your diet to be carbs, fats, and protein. So. It's 
no surprise that carbohydrates are more or highly consumed because they are usually a very easy pick. And coming back to habits, uh, bad habits come from easy choices. It's as simple as that. And so do good habits. So making good habits easier to achieve is going to be obviously beneficial for you in the long run because if it's easy to achieve, you're more likely to stick at it. So if you are trying to change your habits, always try and make your good habits easier to do and your bad habits harder to do. And you will at some point um, change them around. So you'll get rid of those bad habits and you'll obviously add good habits into your into your life. Um, so protein has a high thermic effect, which means it actually burns more calories eating that sort of food than it does a carbohydrate because it your body has to work that little bit harder to break it down and digest it now that doesn't mean that you just eat protein eat loads of protein you'll burn calories and that's it it's not like you it's absolutely minimum but because of that because of the how hard your body has to work that means it's going to take longer for your body to work through that protein and digest that protein, which will make you feel fuller for longer. That is the beauty of protein. So when you are restricting your calories, you have a bit of a hunger issue. Having a higher protein diet more regularly in the day, so maybe you have a bit of high protein at 8 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and eight o'clock you will feel full most of the day doesn't matter how many calories you are having it will just make the process easier yeah so if we're obviously restricting our calories and that's a very tough thing to do so we're just going to make things a little bit easier for you by having a bit more protein in that remember it's not high protein diet we're just trying to even things out that's all it is so the thing you need to know about protein is uh, the, the broken down bit of protein that is important to you is leucine. Okay, so this is a BCAA. Um, and it only comes about, so you need to make sure your leucine levels goes as high as possible so they say you should have about 0.5 grams of protein per kilo body weight. So 0.5 times body weight in kilos. That is how much protein you should be having per meal to ensure your leucine levels stay at their highest. Okay, but the thing is with leucine levels, once they go up, they always come back down. So you can't keep it topped up. But that cycle is going to happen every four to five hours. So your leucine is going to go up after, for me, it will be 37.5 grams protein. It's always going to come down. After four or five hours, it'll be down at zero. And then obviously I can eat again 37.5 grams of protein to ensure my leucine levels gets back up to optimum. Okay. This is going to make you feel fuller for longer. But for muscle building, this is very, very, very important, okay? So 
people like to overcomplicate how to build muscle. It's simple as this. Okay, so you need to eat 0.5 grams of protein per kilo of body weight every four to five hours. You need to break down your muscle fibers as much as possible throughout a week. So if you are doing chest on a Monday and you wait till the next Monday to do chest, you are missing out on a hell of a lot of gains. So your bigger muscles take about 48 hours to recover, especially if you've got your protein timings perfect. So if you are eating at eight, high protein at eight, 12, four, and eight. Okay, if you've got that down and then have a bit of casein at night, so obviously that's slow release because obviously you can't eat every four to five hours. So that casein is going to do the job while you sleep. And then as soon as you get up, eight o'clock, bang, you're straight back on the protein again. And then you go in training again. Now, like I said before, if you're doing chest Monday, chest Monday again, you've lost out. Your chest is ready to go again by Wednesday, Thursday. So you should be hitting it again. So when people are doing one or two body parts every single session, there's no point. It's like, so on a Monday, you go, okay, I'm doing a chest day. Okay, do a heavy chest press. Then you do some press-ups. Then you do some cable rows. Then you do some single-arm cable rows. Then you do some incline press. It's overkill. You don't need to do that much. Okay. You need to do two or three exercises. Move on. Okay. I would just do a bench press, a chest press, an incline press, whatever. Do an isolation movement. Or do two big compound movements. It's as simple as that. Like that will be enough to break down your muscle fibers. Do it. Do a three, four rounds, go to close to failure, give yourself one or two reps in the in the tank. Um, and maybe on the last set, just go to absolute failure when you can't lift it anymore. That will break your muscle fibers down enough to ensure that obviously what happens with protein is that your muscle fibers, sorry, not uh, protein synthesis, so your muscle fibers break, it adds a, um, sorry, it recovers that. So that's like one layer, it recovers, and then it adds a protective layer. Then you break down that protective layer. Then it recovers, adds down a protective layer again. That is how muscle is built. So obviously the more we can break down that muscle fiber, obviously recovering every time the bigger you are going to become quicker okay so that it's that simple literally just go to the gym i would do pull push pull push pull push pull push pull push keep doing that doesn't matter what exercises people get over like they, they think they're um, they're going to be like Jay Cutler and stuff like this when they they are proper sculpting their muscles for competitions. If you're not bothered about that, just um, pick 
so for pull day, um, like a row, a big row and a a fly, and then a pull down would be fine. And then you've got your RDLs, your hamstrings, because you're doing, um, you're not doing a back exercise. Doesn't mean like deadlifts aren't going to work you back. Yeah. So don't get too caught up on like what sort of exercise you should be doing and imbalances and stuff like this. Just stay supple, supple, concentrate on those big compound lifts and go to failure most of the time. And then focus on your protein. Your protein timings are going to be more beneficial to you um, than things like calories and things like stuff like this. Obviously, if you're over-consuming, you're going to get belly on you. And if you're adding on four or five pounds of muscle a month, you probably guarantee that you're putting on a hell of a lot of fat. Okay? So you're only going to put about one or two pounds of muscle mass on if you're a male. Um, it's going to be very hard for a woman to put on one pound of uh, muscle mass per month. So that all comes down to training hard, training often, recovering in between each session. Like I said before, you don't want to overkill it. So if, if by Wednesday you're ready to do another pull day, but your back's fucking sore, rest okay so that's important that we rest it needs to fully recover before you get back in the gym and do it again okay the more you train the better your body is going to be at being quicker to recover and then obviously then you can get your training intensity up you can um change your weights obviously just think about the weights and progressively overloading your sessions all the time just play around with it play around with your workouts play around with your exercises have fun with it just make sure that you train hard you get your protein timings right and you if you don't want to get fat then eat around maintenance calories so body weight in pounds times 15 or you can just add two or 200 or 300 calories on to that so this is going to obviously it's going to help with the protein more than anything. It's not that calories are that special. Um, it's just going to give you that little bit more leeway in regards to getting enough protein on board to be able to recover fast. Okay, so hope this helps with uh, when you get back into the gym. Obviously, we're at the BA Fitness Academy. We have plans available ready for you. One-to-one training, group training, um, online I have a muscle mass, max muscle mass program that is uh, nutrition. Obviously, the nutrition is one-to-one. We figure out what works best for you. And then the training, uh, we have a plan and we will track it and ensure that you get the best results possible. Hopefully, over a six-week period, we'll get two, three, four pounds of muscle mass on. And uh, if you do everything we say and you are dedicated, then um, that's why I'm sort of going to be testing out when I get back at the gym. So hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, 
probably quite informative for some people, especially with the leucine and the protein timings and why it's so important. So give it a try. Like you're not, you're not going to be able to do it straight away. You're going to have to work out. You're going to have to start build up better habits within times. Remember, use protein shakes whenever uh, possible. If you can't eat at, um, if you have lunch at 12, so you have your breakfast at 8, you have lunch at 12, but you can't eat at 4, then you protein shakes then, boom, and then you have your tea at 8. Yeah, just make things easy for yourself. Try not to have too many protein shakes, obviously, because food is best. Getting that high amount of protein throughout food is going to be better for you, and um, it's going to probably stop you binge eating um, at somewhere, sometime along the way. Okay, and if you ever, if you ever have a takeaway, go for the high protein option. Okay. When it comes to building muscle, you're not thinking about much about calories and body fat. So just get enough protein on board to get those gains. Okay, so like I said before, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I will be back very soon to give you another podcast. I will see you all soon.